listening to the Let's Talk About podcast with me, your host, Mumbi Johnson, and let's get into this episode. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the Let's Talk About podcast. I'm Mumbi Johnson, the host, and if you're new here, welcome. So today is a very special day because it's the first time I'm having a guest on the podcast, and I cannot tell you how long I've been waiting for this moment. Um, so today's guest is from the Chats and S'mores podcast, and her name is Phoenix. So welcome, Phoenix. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, so before we actually get into the content of today's episode, which is caring insecurities from um, childhood to adulthood, we're going to play a little game of two truths and a lie just so that we can have a little fun and get to know each other. Um, So I can go first while you think of your little questions or like answers. Um, So my first one is that my favorite color is yellow. My second one was that I have a German Shepherd dog. Um, And the third one is I was a baby model. So which, which one do you think is the lie? That you have a German Shepherd. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> oh my god. That is the lie. I do not have any pets. <laughs> mm, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I figured. Um ooh. Cause I was like, you're really pretty. So I was just like, she had to have been a baby model. Thank you. You are also very pretty as well. So <laughs> don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Um let's see. My favorite color is pink. I am related to the weekend. I have a six toe. Mm. <laughs> Those are really good. Um, that your favorite color is pink. I think that's the lie. It is the lie. My favorite color is black. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool, though, that you're related to the weekend. Oh my god. No, see, I'm just tricking you. I just wanted to trick you. Oh. <laughs> well, you, you accomplished that. You I just wanted to put a little twist to the game. Just mm. to- <laughs> no, I wish I was related to the weekend. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, just being silly. But yeah, I wish. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, also, I just wanted to ask um what year of college are you going into so I'm going into my senior year wow Mm -hmm. so I'm looking for internships right now and just like looking for a part-time job from the school so it's a little bit stressful yeah I'm going into my senior year of high school so (laughs) you're in high school yeah wow wow is it like are you excited to apply for um colleges um yeah I'm excited and I'm also nervous and there's just like a whole bunch of feelings Mm because I also can't believe that I'm a senior yet like it's not really hitting me (laughs) I I feel like I was in middle school like yesterday but um yeah everything's coming so fast that's how that's how it felt for me when I was in my senior year in high Mm -hmm. school and then I got hit with college and I'm just going to say, enjoy your last year because it is not the same. Like I came in to college thinking it was going to be like, like American Pie or like one of those um, movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
and it's not a lot of people are really distant and it's like oh we'll, we'll only hang out with you if we've known you for x amount of time but mm -hmm. if if we if we know you don't really give you a chance mm -hmm. you know so it's really difficult making friends <laughs> in college yeah <laughs> so enjoy well, your last year of high school and have fun i will try <laughs> my best um Okay, so I guess going into today's episode, um, again, we're talking about carrying insecurities from your childhood into um, your adulthood. And I mm -hmm. am not an adult yet, but I'm almost there. So, um, but I do think that like what people say and like the things that happen around you, whether it's in school or social media, it really does affect you, especially when you're younger. Um, and how you look at yourself when you become older because I know that even when I was little like I had an insecurity about my hair being that I have like really curly hair um I and like being also like a black little girl with really curly hair when I was younger and then like seeing a lot of other black women with straight or permed hair um it made me feel like I wasn't as beautiful because I didn't have straight hair so I would always like ask my mom can I straighten my hair can I straighten my hair and she would be like you know I I don't really want you to do that your hair is really beautiful and she would like kind of give me positive affirmations about my hair but I still didn't believe it because like everyone that I was seeing around me had straight hair um and then I think the first time that I straightened my hair which was in fifth grade um, for a school dance I felt like really pretty at that point um, and then like the next day after the dance when I went to school um, one of my guy friends at the time he told me that I looked really pretty with straight hair versus when I would always go to school with like you know my curly hair and a little puff or like two puffs and so that comment, it did make me feel really insecure about like having curly hair. And so people's words do really have an effect on you and also like the way that you grow up and what you see, especially as a child, because like you always want to like um, kind of like you look up to people and you want to be that person almost. Um, so, yeah, that's my little story about an insecurity that insecurity that I have but I feel like over the years I've kind of combated that insecurity and I've learned to love my hair um, especially through like watching YouTube videos on how to do it in different styles and stuff like that but that's my little story <laughs> mm. you know I have a, a similar story um, to yours mm -hmm. uh, because I attended like pretty much a predominantly white school and yeah. I think a lot of Black girls are in that scenario as well, where they attend um, a predominantly white school. Yes, I do. <laughs> so, And so when they're like looking around and looking at the girls and stuff, and they're like, okay, I look nothing like this girl. And yet, um, you know, first of all, she's like attracting more guys. Mm -hmm. Second, she like as a society her beauty is being praised globally mm -hmm. you know what and then so you're thinking about that kind of stuff well at least I was 
And I was always just like comparing myself. Um, and so I started straining my hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also didn't help because like I am biracial mm-hmm. and my mom, she was just like, you know, she doesn't have the same hair like me, like the same texture mm-hmm. or curl pattern or whatever. And so she was just like, do whatever you want to do with your hair, you know, just, and she didn't help me at all. Like she didn't teach me anything about it or she, she didn't seek out any knowledge about black hair Mm -hmm. or mixed hair, you know? And so I was just like stuck there. Like, you know, if I wear my hair naturally down or I try to do a hairstyle with it, are these people going to laugh at me? Mm -hmm. Are they, are they going to laugh at me or, or call me nappy headed or something, you know? And so I would just strain my hair and I feel like that kind of the two things. One, messed up my hair. <laughs> messed up my hair. Uh, two, it also took away my blackness in a mm-hmm. sense. Because, you know, I am half my mom and half my dad and I shouldn't be ashamed of uh, of any thing I have going on genetically wise and I'm stripping away my blackness when I strain my hair and Mm -hmm. that's kind of in a way of me dismissing my ancestors in a sense you know yeah as but at the same time it's like what what do you expect you know if -hmm. society is praising European beauty standards yeah you know so it makes you feel like you're not good enough or Mm -hmm. you're not you'll never be good enough Mm-hmm. So you fall into the pressures of society. So I totally get that. And I just have to say for those black girls who are going to a predominantly white school, like it's okay to be you and you are unique. Mm-hmm. You know, not not everybody has um, black girl magic. Yeah. Slash, you know, they don't have their that curl pattern. You could do, literally black girls could do anything they want with their hair that's very different different styles and it will hold up Mm -hmm. so it's okay to it's okay to be black Mm -hmm. you know in a white area (laughs) (laughs) yeah I definitely feel that because um I went to um a private school starting in sixth grade and I'm still there now and it's a predominantly white institution so at first there weren't a lot of black kids in my grade I think there was like only five when I entered um and so that really made me feel out of place and then also made me feel insecure about like the way I looked and how my hair was so um yeah I definitely get get what you're saying about that but like now I think there there are a lot more black students at my school um which does make me like feel a sense of belonging and also it makes me like it encourages me to embrace myself um, for who I am, what I look like. Um, but also at the same time, like you said, society also like praises European um, beauty standards. And a lot of like the black celebrities that I see, they never really, like black women, they never really wear their hair natural, even though um, in recent years, like the natural hair, trend or like has been coming around but still like the most like praised black female celebrities don't really wear their hair in like natural styles so I think that also kind of like plays into that insecure 
mindset. You know, that kind of makes me think of like Michelle Obama. Like I, I love Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. I look up to her. I think she is just, I think she's amazing. And yeah. the way she carries herself. Um, but I did notice like she would like she wouldn't put extensions like in her hair or anything like that mm-hmm. but she would kind of like straighten it yeah. or like like relax it or like have a relaxer in it mm-hmm. um you know and I just think like I I think that the the, the hair issue um I just wish that it, people would praise everybody instead yeah. of just praising one group yeah if everybody was being praised then people wouldn't fall into you know they wouldn't be pressured into trying to look like a other group mm-hmm. you know and they could just be themselves so I I just you know I for me it took me a long time to be natural mm-hmm. like go natural with my hair um yeah, but ever since I did it, it was just like I, I feel better about myself. Yeah, I feel better about myself because I I don't want to, you know, because a long time ago, um, a long time ago, I know like black women were pressured into like putting chemicals in their hair mm-hmm. because if they didn't, then they couldn't get jobs yeah. or it wasn't like acceptable to society mm-hmm. and. I feel that that was like in the fifties and stuff mm-hmm. and before, before that too. And I just, I think that, I just, I think that, you know, we just, we have a lot to offer beauty wise. Yeah. And we are very beautiful beings. And I just think that one day a lot of people are going to realize that and we don't have to be pressured into doing stuff we don't want to really do yeah yeah um and I think like also like insecurities like really relate to like the words that people say to you because even though someone might not like intentionally mean to hurt you like their words really have an effect because you take that in and depending on how you interpret it or receive it like it could be really damaging to you as a person and like really affect the way that you're you like live your life um so I would like advise anyone and everyone to like be cautious with the words that they say um just because you don't know the effect that's going to have on the person that you're talking to exactly and I think that's what I'm going through right now like I'm in college I'm going into my senior year and I've like learned a lot just this this past summer uh I've just learned a lot because you know school's around the corner so summer's unfortunately summer break is almost over so unfortunately but I've learned so much and I'm trying to get out of that mindset that I'm just like this ugly person like Mm -hmm. physically you know because one you know, one time, this has happened numerous times, but in different ways, it was said in different ways. But this one time, a family member um, was cleaning the bathroom. So they pulled out a hefty bag, 
and I was in my room, which is which was across the bathroom, and my door was open. And this family member said, "You're like this hefty bag, black and wide," and they thought it was really funny. And I'm not gonna lie, I laughed too, but that was that was because I was hurt. It wasn't necessarily like me laughing because it was like the funniest thing on earth. Um, but I was really hurt. And ever since that moment, that, that happened when I was like 15 or 16 years old, like one of those two. I'm 22 now. And that's something I still carry with myself because it was horrible. It was like a very horrible comment. And people just don't realize that in those vulnerable moments, words are very p- powerful, mm-hmm. you know? And still to this day, I don't think I'm a hefty bag. I'm trying to think I'm a Chanel bag or yes. a Vuitton bag, you know? I'm trying to think about, think of myself as that, but it was a, it's been a struggle because, you know, something that happened to me as a teenager still affects me into adulthood. And that's just one of the things that I'm not really struggling with, but I'm just trying to like, fight against and I know a lot of people struggle with that you know with their parents telling them Mm -hmm. oh you're never gonna amount to anything or oh you're trying to do this you're trying to do this plan you know you're just gonna fail you know you're just gonna fail you know so when when you hear those kind of things it really does affect your path because you could be the scared person who never tries anything and they miss out because they never tried. Mm-hmm. And I know that like your teen years are your really formative years of your life because you like you're experiencing all these like new things, high school, maybe relationships and like um, what people say to you as you're still growing and maturing, like it does take a toll on you, especially if something is like coming from your parents, if they're not really being supportive of you and like almost putting you down in a way like your parents are supposed to be your biggest supporters and like are like they're supposed to be there for you but if they're kind of saying those things to you you will more like more than likely you would really take those things to heart because your parents are supposed to be the ones that like really love you and care for you unconditionally um and yeah so like for me when I first entered high school um like I I was pretty much fine but like that was when I got social media or like TikTok and so I was seeing like a lot of these really pretty girls who didn't really look like me they were more on the lighter side or like white um and so that kind of affected me because like I saw that they were getting a lot of like male attention and as a young girl like you well for me like it was not important to like have male validation but like you know you want to look pretty and stuff like that and so I started to think that I wasn't pretty because I wasn't getting that kind of attention um because like some of my friends were in relationships and like th- like people had crushes on them so like I was feeling like I wasn't really pretty um and that took a toll on me like because I got really sad but like I just think that the influences around you and especially social media as a teenager, that can really make you insecure. Um, 
just because like you see all these older girls and like girls that might not look like you um living a life that you kind of desire so yeah honestly that's something I just I was like I still struggle with it but Mm -hmm. that's something that I was just thinking about like when I hop onto social media and I'm looking at these um women uh you know their posts and how they look and the background you know where they have like this amazing house or whatever Mm -hmm. like I don't know if this has hit you yet but it has hit me uh as a 22 year old like I I want to own a a house yes (laughs) you know I'm I'm already in that mindset where it's like I want a house I want to own it I don't want any problems I don't want to ever be in a position where it's like knock knock we're here to take away like your home get get Mm -hmm. out you know like get out and like I I've started thinking about that kind of stuff and when I hop into social media and I see like people live their their lives or whatever whether it's a lie or not um it it does make me very insecure and it makes me insecure because I don't have a lot of those things you know I am still dependent I depend a lot on my mom Mm -hmm. I not finished with school so I don't have a degree which is very valuable to society um you know I I'm still chubby (laughs) I like to say I'm fat p-h-a-t pretty hot and thick (laughs) you know like I still have a lot of work to do um but it doesn't help going on social media because Mm -hmm. it it kind of just you're just constantly comparing yourself to to these women and you know, like from how they look to to their homes, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's really difficult for me to post Instagram photos. Like I really want to, mm-hmm. but I feel like, like, oh my God, is my nose too wide? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I carry, I carry the nose of my ancestors. Mm-hmm. I carry their nose. But when I take a photo of myself, I'm like, could my nose be a little bit smaller? Yeah. Mm, you know, can, can I have, you know, um, smaller cheeks? You know, does my hair have to be straight or can I actually have it out curly? Mm-hmm. You know, like would, would people even care to look at my photos if I'm actually myself, you know? Yeah. And that's just cause I'm just comparing, but I'm trying to have that attitude of like, I don't really care about what people think of me it's mm-hmm. easier said than done it, it is, is definitely easier said than done yeah but I'm trying to have that mindset and and put myself out there because I think I'm missing out on a lot of like learning lessons mm-hmm. since I don't put myself out there and I should and yeah I think I think I'm just now realizing that right now like in mm-hmm. this moment <laughs> an, an epiphany <laughs> yeah um I I get that I started um well I started posting on Instagram last year and at first like I would be like very wary of what I posted because I'd be like oh what are people gonna think of this photo but then over time like I guess I just became more comfortable with it and now I post more frequently and I kind of just like embrace my beauty it's easier said than done and it took me a long time to like get to the position where I am today like to be like fully comfortable with myself um but 
yeah I I get the comparing comparing is a very toxic like mindset and it happens to almost everyone at like some point in their life but I just had to um like sometimes I just put my phone away and like not look at it just to avoid myself going into that rabbit hole of comparing um yeah and I like to like if I do want to take some inspiration from a photo like I'll take inspiration from it but I won't be like go so deep into it that I'm like comparing my life to someone else's photo um so yeah (laughs) well you know since you run a podcast right you're a content creator Mm -hmm. do you feel like do you ever get insecure because like I I personally searched up a bunch of podcast on um on Instagram and I was going through them and a lot of them are um a lot like a lot of black girls Mm -hmm. are running those podcasts and uh, you know I would see like how many likes they get um how many followers they have and it is like I think they're doing an amazing job Mm -hmm. and of course I'm not trying to compare anything I think they're doing an amazing an amazing job I mean I only have 11 followers so like you know, they have more than that and Mm -hmm. good for them. And I I hope they get more, but when you compare like, like their podcast to other podcasts that are, that's just like mainstream, Mm -hmm. like call her daddy. Right. Have you heard of that? Yeah. It, does that make you insecure or does that feed into it or does it make you like feel low a little bit when you like maybe compare yours to call her daddy and see like how much effort you're putting into it and like into your podcast Mm -hmm. and wanting to you know relay some very valuable content and lessons for people and then you know like call her daddy is just like mainly about like sex and stuff you Mm -hmm. know like Like, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to say like, oh, her podcast is like, you know, just about sex only and it's irrelevant and stuff. I'm not saying that. Like, I think Mm -hmm. obviously she, she tries hard and um, she works hard and stuff, but does that make you insecure? Cause like for me, it it would make, it makes me feel like would people even listen to what I have to say, you know, will they even give me a chance, but they give this podcast a chance and it's just mainly about sex um so I feel like I don't know how long she's been doing the podcast um but I have heard of it and I think what plays into it is also that the person the host is white and so she does have this audience where like they're a big white audience uh female audience um whereas like for me and some other podcasters um on Instagram and Spotify like we are people of color and we have underrepresented voices so it is a little bit like harder to get to that point because we have to work as like extra hard to mm-hmm. be at that kind of position um i like i don't think it makes me insecure as much like i just feel like it's the hard reality of being um a person of color you just have to like work twice as hard to get to those kinds of positions, which is sad. But um, I think that 
eventually we'll get there um hopefully sooner rather than later um but yeah I do feel like other people people especially people of color have really important things to say um that could really like offer something to a bigger audience but we just don't have that representation um or it's just not as easy to get there mm. yeah well like what do you have to say for people who are like people of color who are in that kind of situation though where they're like I know not everything's about race mm-hmm. I know that yeah but it but it kind of is you mm-hmm. know what I mean because call her daddy um she had this deal with Spotify a 60 million dollar deal and in my mind I'm thinking like like I'm already having um thoughts of like girl you're never gonna get a 60 million dollar deal you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like you're not even gonna get a fraction of that yeah because because people like us don't really get opportunities like that Mm -hmm. so so what do you have to say for people um well do you have anything to say for people of color who are in that situation where they're competing against uh people who are privileged in different ways than they are I mean I think my advice would just be to not give up because if I mean like you just want to keep pushing as hard as you can to like accomplish your goals and yeah it doesn't come the same to everyone and that's sad the hard reality but it's better to keep pushing than just to give up and kind of not see what's at the other side if you don't keep going um yeah um I think we've discussed pretty much everything that's on my mind if there's anything else that you want to talk about feel free well are you like how did you get over how did you get over the whole hair thing um I I started to go on YouTube and find like uh YouTubers who had hair like me and would like show how to take care of it because I think that learning how to take care and embrace my own hair really helped me develop a love for it um and also seeing that it's very versatile and flexible and I can do a lot of different things with it um I think that just made me really like fall in love with it do you have because I know like soon I know like soon you're going to be going to college Mm -hmm. and and stuff what's the biggest thing like insecurity that you have that that you are going to end up carrying with you into like your first year of college until you figure out how to like get rid of it or fight against it Mm. that's a good question (laughs) I mean I guess not having as much as some other people because even right now like going to a predominantly white institution it's a private school and there's a lot of wealthy kids there who come from wealthy families um there's like some things that they they have that I don't have um and sometimes I get insecure about that um just because like I don't know like I see them with all this stuff and then I don't have that same like access to it um so I know there's a lot of different people that I'm going to meet in college um and I don't want to be insecure about like what I don't have and 
but I want to embrace what I do have and be grateful for that. That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah. I think for, I, I think that the people who, who are listening, mm-hmm. um, I think that they should, um, I think that they should form their own thoughts and opinions on themselves instead of letting other people do that for them. Yeah. And they, the power of words, it's just, it's just really strong. Mm-hmm. The, the, the power that it has, that it yeah. holds. And if they tell themselves that they are this instead of that, it will be very helpful for them because for me, I know I'm not a hefty bag. I know I'm not. I'm a Louis Vuitton bag. Yes. <laughs> and other people need to tell themselves that too, mm-hmm. that they're not a piece of shit or they're not a low life um, failure. Mm-hmm. That, that, you know, they're not any of those things. You know, they're, they're better than that. Yeah. And they deserve to know that. Yeah, I really love the way you spun that little comment around and you made it into a Louis Vuitton bag or Chanel bag because that's the mindset that people should have. And that's really great for you that you decided to spin that around. Thank you. It took a lot. It took a lot (laughs) because for so long I thought I was a hefty bag, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But thank you so much for coming today and talking to me. I think it was this was a really important topic to talk about and a lot of people needed to hear about this. Um, so thank you for, you know, responding and having a conversation with me. Um, it was really nice talking to you. Well, you know, thank you for having me. I was really nervous because I was just like, I'm probably going to ramble and I'm probably not going to make sense and I'm not going to be coherent and you know, I'm just like, I was just really nervous. And, Mm -hmm. but I'm really happy that we were able to discuss these important um, issues, you know, especially like, as people of color, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's very important that we let other people of color know that they're not alone. And Mm -hmm. that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And that it like, it doesn't have to be a shitty life experience, just because let's be real the world is, you know, out to get you in some type Mm -hmm. of way. Yeah. You know, just like even from how you look, the world is out to get you. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't have to be a a shitty experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm really happy that we talked about this. And I'm really happy that you allowed me to speak on your uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. That means a lot to me. And I really enjoyed every second. So definitely go check out her podcast. It's called Chat and S'mores. Um, and you have your first episode out. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank yes. you so much. <laughs> so it was really nice talking to you. I hope we can stay in touch. And thank you all for listening. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.